Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Be a Boss Coaching Podcast. This is our first Friday episode. And as I said before, I may have mentioned in the first episode of season two that we're going to be releasing two episodes a week, one on Monday, one on Friday. So this is our first Friday episode. And because I wanted the Friday episodes to be more chill with a friend and have fun really just catching up with a friend but also talking about something that relates to business I thought that it would be fun to have a conversation with a dear friend of mine who I've known for I want to say over 10 years Dardana Kareem Uh, we reconnected when I came back from New York a couple years ago and I enjoyed the conversation that her and I were having when we went on a recent hike one day and we were talking about consistency and what that has looked like within our lives in our 20s and even now in our 30s and how has it how has the definition of consistency evolved over time and it would be great to have a conversation about it on the podcast because I believe that consistency, it's a huge buzzword in the entrepreneurship space and it can be difficult, I think, to get to a place where you feel consistent and, and consistency is a broad word, but the, the ways that you create consistency in your business and yourself and how you want to show up all the ways that consistency show up for you, it, it all blurs together. And so I wanted to have a conversation about it so that hopefully it gives you a better understanding and maybe not a better understanding, but just a different perspective about how to think about consistency if you're someone that struggles with consistency in your business and maybe you attribute your not being consistent to not being where you'd like to be in your journey. I mean, I I know that I've done that myself, but I hope that you enjoy this conversation that I had with my friend Jordana. Let us know what you thought. Being that this is season two, I uh, would like to thank everybody who was here with us for season one and listening and providing reviews and ratings. And if you have friends that you feel will benefit from listening to one of the episodes, please send it our, send it their way. And I am really grateful for your support in that. If you'd like to be the first to know about new podcast episodes, remember to sign up to our newsletter at beabosscoaching.com. And I'm excited to continue growing this community and growing the podcast and making new episodes and having y'all be a part of this journey with me. All right. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Be A Boss Coaching Podcast. I am really stoked today simply because I get to talk to one of my really good friends and this is one of those episodes where I really want to just talk to a friend and talk to them about something that I think impacts both business and in life but we'll get into it but today I have my friend Jordana and Jordana is a lawyer where she works at Stubbs, Alderton and Markiles LLP. So I'm really excited. I've known you for so long, but can you really quickly talk about just who you are for the audience and then we can jump right into it, into just talking about what we're going to talk about, which is redefining consistency. We'll just go into it however we want to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you. And I'm just really grateful to know be for such a long time. <laughs> we initially worked together, oh my gosh, like 10 something years ago yeah. at a um, legal firm <laughs> that practiced disability rights. And, you know, 
I went in through the law practice. She went in through her master's in social work. And here we are yeah, <laughs> doing something very, in a sense, doing something somewhat similar, but very different. Um, so I, I, yeah, I practice um, corporate law. I'm a fifth year practicing attorney at Stubbs Alderton. Most of my work has been working with smaller businesses, privately held companies um, from the startup phase to get, getting financing and both VC and debt financing and then heavy M&A, mergers and acquisition practice when your company is ready to be sold or bought out um, uh, or you want to acquire another company. We're practicing a lot of that. And then, you know, to the stage where if the company wants to go public, all of the process that are there. But because, you know, both of us are women of, of color, we really, I think, gravitates toward, and I, you know, um, a, a child of immigrant parents who <laughs> came to the U.S., I gravitate towards wanting to support people in our community. And so that's why I'm very passionate about trying to support small businesses, women-owned businesses, businesses in the BIPOC community. So I love everything that B is doing. <laughs> and yeah. Thanks, your Donna. You're so Excited sweet. Excited to be here. <laughs> You're so sweet. No, I, I really appreciate reconnecting with you because as yeah. you said, you know, we met it's 2023. We, I want to say we met 2011. I want to say maybe somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah. And we, we just graduated from undergrad at that time. <laughs> You're right. We had working. just graduated. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, just thinking back to that time, I felt, I feel like so much has happened. I mean, obviously, like we've gone on to get our own careers and degrees and like you're a full-blown lawyer now like oh my god that's so amazing and so it's it's been really fun reconnecting I think after coming back from New York I I know we reconnected and just getting to hang out with you like hiking and learning more yes. about your work <laughs> and the fact that you're really passionate about a women of color and businesses small businesses so I know we've had some really good conversations and I really I wanted today I wanted to talk about we recently went on a walk and we went mm -hmm. hiking so me and Dardana love to go hiking and she's one of the few that will go with me really early <laughs> because morning morning people <laughs> we're morning people yeah. <laughs> nobody else wants to go early with me to go hiking because everyone's like you know gets up at nine or whatever and I'm like at nine I'm already back home I already had breakfast, <laughs> breakfast. you have everything done <laughs> yeah so you're like one of the few people that go will go early with me and I when we talked last time when we caught up during our hike I remember just talking about consistency and what that has looked like for us, but then also what it looks like when we fall out of it. And so, but yeah, I mean, I'm just curious about your own definition of what consistency looks like. How do you apply it in your life? You know, like, what are you, how do you think about it? And like, how do you apply it? Or how does it play out for you in your life? Yeah, I think as you get older, <laughs> you realize, you know, what true consistency means mm -hmm. um, and that it isn't something that you need to do on a everyday, daily basis in the same manner over and over. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I think, and you may know this too, we, we come from such, I don't know if it's, if it's an immigrant kind of mentality yeah. of you need to work hard, you need to do this, you need to be a perfectionist, you need to be overproductive. And so for me, consistency was always like, oh, if I don't do something, if I'm not waking up early in the morning, mm -hmm. I'm not being productive. Mm -hmm. And now I've wasted my day. And what have I done if I wake up a little bit later, uh. rather than what I've realized more as I'm getting older, I have gone through therapy and I'm trying to realize, you know, I've had a lot of life transformation that has happened in the last year. Yeah. And so I've realized, you know, consistency is about making sure you are feeling as positive as you can and working towards something 
whether it's a short-term goal, a long-term goal, um, working towards something that makes you feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimately, at the end of it, I don't know if that's kind of what you view it. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love what the the where you add to this consistency of of working towards something positive that makes you feel good, right? I think it creates another level of of viewing it from a point of view that feels more genuine to you and mm-hmm. closer to how it feels good to you rather than a general broad definition that maybe you're not connected to so yeah I really like that I I I wanted to define that just because I feel like everyone has like you said like you know we wake up every day we have these these notions about what consistency looks like in our everyday and how we should practice it we should get up at the same time every day we should work out five times a week <laughs> we should even with business we should post every day at least mm-hmm. once a day you know and i i've always had this battle with consistency because it's something that I, I know I could, well, I, I used to think I used to be, I need to get better at. And it was in the context of my business, right? Like, oh, I need to post more. I need to send out more emails and I need to go networking more. Um, but one of the examples, just like how I've redefined consistency for me and I don't know, I think I shared this with you last time, right, where we were walking, where I was thinking more about it as not, oh, I need to set a routine. Like my routine is every day, 545, get up and go to the gym. It's like, it's not so much routine, but I've shifted that that definition to mean more of of knowing adjusting the definition to fit my needs but creating a rhythm rather than I like that a rhythm yeah creating a rhythm rather than a routine I guess Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. sometimes the rhythm changes (laughs) yes you know and so and yeah I I was just going to say in terms of you had mentioned I think in our in our discussion about being active and exercising and feeling healthy and being healthy. And I was reading something somewhere about for women in terms of what consistent exercise means for us, we, you know, we have a whole cycle (laughs) every month that changes constantly. (laughs) And so sometimes we are much more, you know, wanting to go and exercise because we have that energy. And then some weeks we don't and then that's what what does that mean for us because we're not you know compared to I'm sure men go through hormonal changes but we go through a hormone change every month and so our cycles kind of affect how we can even exercise and so or how our moods are we may feel better on certain times of the month and not feel as good and wanting to be as social (laughs) in other parts of the month I had to realize I was like oh yeah I I definitely go through that and that it's okay and that I may take a week or two not being able to be as active as I'd want to be (laughs) oh my god I'm yeah and and, and it fits into that whole rhythm because we are in a cycle (laughs) exactly wow I'm so glad that you said that wow I never you know going through a cycle like my cycle is not on the day on the spot you know like sometimes <laughs> it's 28 days sometimes it's 29 sometimes it's 30 <laughs> like yeah and it moves right like it moves it like sometimes the when it starts when the cycle starts it starts a little later sometimes it starts a little a little sooner and I never thought about it that way where you know if we apply consistency to the way that we view like our cycles and like the way that we view how we move through our cycles every month and what feels good and then aligning 
ourselves to that, I feel like it, we would be able to view consistency or redefine consistency in a way where it's not so structured and so rigid. Like, yeah, exactly. It's more flowy, you know, and to redefine it that way. Ooh, that's so good. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think when it comes to trying to meet the goals that I want to hit, like, for example, mm. I, I remember when I started, I've always had this relationship with my body where it just goes up and down like I'm always like oh okay I don't feel good I need to start eating better and working out more and then you know I get into these into the moments where there's a lot going on and so I'm trying to take care of myself but I'm also in so in that moment I want to honor me and what that feels like or what that looks like sometimes it's like oh let me rest today or let, let me order out <laughs> yeah or something and so I realized like I used to always go into these like waves of because it's a wave <laughs> yeah like waves of of just not feeling good feeling good not feeling good and and then I was like okay well, I don't want to view exercising as like just trying to like lose weight or whatever, but I, it helps me to kind of keep not so much of a, like a huge wave like this, but more of a balanced type of like energy, mm -hmm. my body and exercise, but more about my mental health. And that created that shifted the way that I saw consistency just because it wasn't, I view it as like, what's more important to me? And what was more important to me was keeping my mood levels stable, keeping my, like, whenever I felt depressed or like had a lot of anxiety, like that mm -hmm. did a lot more, that didn't serve me. And even though working out in general, it's always good for you. But if you're looking at it through like, oh, um, I want to, you know, be able to eat a cheeseburger or whatever, like, and that's <laughs> why you're working out. I guess that could work, but consistency changed for me as soon as I shifted what matters to me and what matters to me was my mental health. So like now it's like, I don't even care if I, you know, work out for 45 minutes and run and do like heavy exercise. Like sometimes consistency will look like Monday, I yes, I might do 45 minutes of working out. Wednesday, I might do 20 minutes of walking. Like, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter, right? Like, it just, I still was able to get myself to the gym. Today, I went to the gym and I literally just listened to a podcast and did 20 minutes. I wanted to run, but for some reason, I, my body wasn't feeling it. And so I just walked. I walked for 20 mm -hmm. minutes. And then I was like, okay, well, that's, I guess that's what I did today. I was consistent, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, I mean, if I think back, trust me, in my 20s, I was one of those gym, like, rats, right? <laughs> I was in there two hours of the day, every day. Yeah. And you, you also had the time and ability to do that. So that's yeah, fine. yeah. Um, you know, and it was just something that, I don't know if it's a form of addiction. It's not like it's superficial addiction, right? Like you loved, I loved going there and it made me feel good. And, you know, I had this whole very superficial view of like, oh, I want to look this way. And um, now as I get older, I realize like, you know, and maybe this might be something related to my family genetics. I have been prone to arthritis. And so running probably wasn't the best thing for me when I was younger. Yeah. And now, you know, I can't run. I can't run at the same way. That's why I'm having turmeric tea to help me with inflammation. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, trying to realize it, maybe from COVID too, when things were closed, trying to realize what I, what I really valued was, was getting my endorphins up. And mm -hmm. so that can still happen if I go on a hike, if I go take my dog for a walk, if I am also just walking on the treadmills or doing more low impact um, exercises and, 
and seeing it as more of a whole body, your mental, your physical, everything, so that you're not just you don't feel the dread. Yeah. (laughs) Some days now, now I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel a dread wanting to go to the gym. Yeah. It used to be so hard to, um, wanting to do that. But when you change your mindset and to say, hey, this is something I want to do because I feel good after rather than I'm trying to look a certain way or lose a certain amount of pounds. It was, it helped. Um, and, and also to feel like, oh, I can exercise this I can go to hike. It doesn't have to be right. something specific. You have to use a trainer or something. I know. I think that that's like the best way to for me to to think about consistency and like an example about how to think about consistency in a way where it's not so rigid is that if you want to be consistent, mm-hmm. like let's say you want to be active four times a week, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that you have to go run four times a week, 20 minutes Mm -hmm. a week, and then kettlebells after and then, you know, planks and then like decompress after like it doesn't like you could do that. But if your body's not there, or if you're like, where, whatever circumstance you have going on, maybe you only have 20 minutes to go to the gym that day. And you just want to walk. That's still consistent. Maybe it's not 45 minutes of hardcore like CrossFit, but you know, you still go, you get your heart pumping, you take a walk, maybe you listen to a podcast. Like that to me was like the best thing. I was like, okay, let me listen to this podcast. It was really interesting. And I just walked. Just great. Like I still went to the gym. Um, and I think when it comes to consistency, however, wherever we want to apply it in our lives, whether it's social media, it's thinking about other creative ways to to still be consistent, but maybe not in a rigid way, right? So like mm-hmm. one way I think about it, like today, like if you want to post, a lot of people think about social media and like consistency means posting, right? But what if it just means you go and like and comment on 10 different posts like you don't have to go and specifically post but you're still active and you're still supporting other people or maybe your clients or maybe your friends or your people like if you're a business um and that's it like it doesn't mean you need to like that's your form of being consistent so how can you be creative around what consistency means and so that's why I like to think about the exercise analogy because it could be hiking, it could be running, it could be like jumping jacks or, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever, as long as it, even if you want to create consistency, like be active five times a day, five times a week, great. <laughs> like you can be active and that means going for a walk and that's being active like it doesn't have to be a whole thing so but I'm curious are there any times in your life where that was hard to do like consistency was just like uh, you know like I hate doing this you know I don't I don't want to do this anymore like let me just like watch trash tv and (laughs) all all the time (laughs) (laughs) um definitely I mean I I've dealt with burnout um which has happened when I was in law school and then also has happened in the last year or two I think COVID just really made everyone realize that they were (laughs) working way too much and working way you know being very overproductive and I had to I didn't know my symptoms of burnout were actually very physical where I like had a lack of motivation. I, I couldn't, you know, I had a lot of physical symptoms too, inflammation, um, anxiety, just not being able to sleep well. Um, that I had to work through a lot. And so I feel like when you're in that rigid form of consistency, because I had that mentality, like, oh, I need to do this. I have to develop my career, go network. For us attorneys, we do publications. And so now I'm like, I I think at the time um, I was part of a board. I was like doing extra work as a board member. I was volunteering. Mm-hmm. I was you know doing a full-time job on top of 
um, uh, trying to also network because we do a lot of different networking with bar associations and help with publication. And so um, that's just on top of like our bills are hours <laughs> yeah. as when we have to work with clients. And, and I did not, like, I did not realize that that could just completely affect me physically mm-hmm. to a point where I was not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And at the end of our beautiful life, like your work isn't always going to be the one that's there for you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was putting priorities on certain things that I maybe am now realizing that I want to put more priorities on myself and take care of myself. And so once you take care of yourself, you can do all those things and maybe yeah. in maybe limited forms. And I've experienced just this physical kind of mental symptoms of burnout. And yeah. that's like the bad part of consistency. Yeah. I thought I was doing things that were very good for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I love it. But those things that I was doing was just physically hurting me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's, it's just this whole very like perfectionist overproductive mentality that we have where you should not rest. Resting days are not good for you. Or if you're not feeling well, just rest. And I didn't realize what resting meant. Yeah. <laughs> I am that type of person where I'm like, well, if I don't have anything planned this weekend, like I'm going to try to figure things out. I have, I love lists. I don't know if that's the same way for you. Like you're yeah. trying to check mark and check box these lists. Yeah. Um, and I actually work through therapy about that. They're like, well, you know, you can also put in the list rest. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I should start doing this. That, yeah. That way I can check mark it. Put it on your calendar. You're going to be like calendar. five to six. Day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people, people, I think are talking about that a lot more where they do have rest days with in, in the active kind of world in the very exercise active world yeah. where they have rest days, they have these cheat days, they have days where you're just, you're doing self-care days. I like to call, um, Sometimes my Sunday, like Sunday evenings, self-care days, because I think before I used to have Sunday scaries where you're, mm. where, you know, you, you've had like a nice weekend and now, oh my gosh, the evening comes in and you have to get ready for <laughs> a work week. Yeah. Um, and so my Sunday evenings sometimes are just about self-care and putting on a nice face mask, um, relaxing with uh, wine or tea and just putting on some movie and relaxing rather than doing anything that's not going to make me ready for the next <laughs> the week ahead. Mm, I like that. My yeah. I feel like my rest day or wind down is Friday evening. I just mm. like look at I just like I'm like so this nice. is why yeah. I have this what is this gin? <laughs> I'm like what is this again? Gin and soda because I really was just, you know, I was like, oh, I get to hang out with my friend Erdana and I get to record a podcast. Yeah. So it's both checking Let's off the list of like, I'm catching up with my friends, I'm winding down, and I get to record an episode for my best. Like, it's still co- sort of hitting all the boxes and still trying to get things done. But yeah, in terms of consistency and thinking about that, I, I really thought about you just because when we when we went on a hike, I was like, yeah, how do we look at consistency? How can we redefine it? And again, I feel like one thing, if you're going to take away anything from this episode, is that we're trying to create a rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. Dance with whatever circumstance comes your way. And... I mean, obviously, there are circumstances that, you know, might create more of an impact and those are special, right? But sometimes I feel like there's a wrench that gets thrown our way when we have this, we feel that when we have this fixed idea about consistency and what that looks like and really it's, okay, well, how can we dance with this within the, within my means of what I can do and where I'm at and what my capacity is and getting rid mm-hmm. of that boxed in definition of consistency mm-hmm. and moving with your flow. <laughs> your flow. Yeah, no, I love that. No, I love that you shared that. that. 
One thing I was actually going to mention that I had to train my, I was never a morning person. I had like in order for me, and I will say that's something that I've been working through with consistency is is being, continuing to be a morning person because I never was. Yeah. Um, It was one of those goals that I wanted to tell myself, you know, I feel better when I do wake up. I'm not having headaches and um, I feel much more rested. And so I've been, I've some, I've been able to transform my, I guess, just being able to wake up in the morning and my body to be okay with waking up in the morning and feeling good and waking up. And especially if I'm, if I'm hiking because it's being outdoors and um, getting fresh air and getting exercise in the morning, it, it was definitely a transformation of like, what is that consistent? Because there's times where I, you know, want to sleep in a little bit. Yeah. And then there's days where I'm like, no, I need to get up and I can do this and I feel good. (laughs) Yeah. No, there is definitely that initial, I think, time when you're trying to you know redefine not not just redefine but then also like why I think when it comes to like if you do want to wake up early and like that feels like something that you want to strive for I would say like ask why like why do you want to do that Mm -hmm. you know yeah and that can really help you think through not just like because we have this this image that like oh other people wake up early and they're successful so i i'm gonna try and do that Mm -hmm. so i would say no don't look at other people in that regard really why why does it matter to you to wake up early does it make you feel good do you have more time during Mm -hmm. the day do you want to go to sleep early do you want to like have you know, reading time. That's for me, my thing. I love to <laughs> eat in the morning. Uh, mm-hmm. So having that time in the morning before I sit down and do emails or client calls, like as long as I can put oh, that yeah. time in for me, if that means waking up early, then that's my why and that's my motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, you know, what's been very helpful and I'm not very consistent at, the, at these things is at the end of the day like finding a way to decompress which is mm-hmm. you know taking away all your social media your electronics yeah. and if you need to read meditate do some yoga mm-hmm. find some way to just like close your mind yeah. and like still your mind and not be able to have your mind go everywhere and that's very similar to even doing doing something in the morning before you start your work day because a lot of the times people are just rushing it and mm-hmm. like okay I'm gonna go out in traffic I'm gonna get into the office and here we go but you don't have that early morning rise mm-hmm. of I want to wake up early because I want to read I want to wake up early because I want to um meditate yeah. that's what I've been doing and yeah. so oh my gosh I feel so much better sending an email the first thing in the morning rather than mm-hmm. when I used to wake up, which was like, okay, get into the office, get my coffee, then start sending emails. Now it's like, no, I can, I can have a little bit of more time yeah. to get that started. So doing like your early morning strategies and then your night, I don't know what's the early morning version of decompressing. Yeah. <laughs> is, um, yeah. But I think it's, it's about settling, right? It feels like at least to me, that's sort of, the way that I feel, it's like I'm I'm giving myself time to go work out, come back, eat breakfast, take a shower, get ready. Yeah. Yeah. And and you've done so much, but you feel good before you you set you before you like put your mind to work. Yeah. Right. You've done so yeah. much, but you and you feel good in order to to be in that mindset for work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I need for me. And I know that. So and everyone's different. So whatever you need in the morning, consistency can be really helpful in just thinking about what, how can, consistency, I think of it, I guess it's more of a tool. Like I would say it's more of a tool rather than than a goal or an aspiration. You know, I think like we said earlier, we all want to be consistent and area a b and c you know but i think it's more of a tool in terms of helping us achieve what feels good for us um and so now that i'm thinking through that with you like as we're talking like okay yeah (laughs) but yeah now now i'm thinking it feels like a tool and it's not 
a finish line. Consistency is not a finish line, but more of like, why why do you want to use this tool to to like help you in whatever you want to get better at or like mm-hmm. put more time into or whatever? Yeah. I know that's yeah. so good. I was like, oh yeah, like. You know what? Another thing I wanted to mention, kind of when you were saying that, I feel like sometimes, and this is just what everyone does in society, right? We like to compare ourselves with others. Mm. And so, you know, when let's say like you are on social media, you're looking at other people's posts and you're saying, oh my gosh, this person is posting on a daily basis or, you know, they're liking something on a daily basis or they're putting something out there that can help their business. Mm -hmm. For me, you know, it may be different because my work is a little different, but I I also see that too, because even in my personal social media, like I'll see people post and like, oh, I want to compare their life to my life. But realizing, especially as you get older, that that's not something that's good and healthy at all. Yeah. Um, Because one person's consistency might be so different from another person's consistency. And um, just trying to say, maybe this is their life and maybe this can motivate me but not in a way where it's going to make me feel so negative because I'm not able to achieve their version of consistency yeah (laughs) because comparing can be some sometimes not comparing but maybe looking at others as as a motivation Mm -hmm. rather than oh I'm comparing them and trying to be exactly like them yeah motivation is good but trying to be exactly like you know what another another we go through in their forms of consistency is yeah yeah it's not always helpful (laughs) it is because if you were a baby (laughs) and you were just Mm. learning how to crawl you can just look at someone and think yeah like in the running and sprinting five miles an hour like i can do that um no we're still learning how to crawl (laughs) yes (laughs) you know and so obviously we can get ourselves to a a stage where we want to be but it's takes time and it takes learning about yourself and and like what where your capacity is and and even if like you mentioned being able to look at what other people are doing and if that motivates you great like oh my gosh you know let me I want to be there too like let me put myself to work that motivates you okay I guess I'm thinking more about motivation now because if you were to look at yourself or or like compare yourself to others and you're like oh, okay I'm doing okay but you can always look at how can you motivate yourself looking back at what you've done before and how can you make it better um I feel like if you look at uh, you know Do what that. other people are doing and it motivates you great and if it and if it's like makes you feel I feel like sometimes it's counterintuitive to be like oh I'm not gonna look at what other people are doing but then it kind of like just stops you from getting motivated. So maybe if you do want to like go <laughs> on there and see what people are doing and, and and like if it motivates you, great. I think it's all about really knowing yourself. Um, but if you're feeling the need to stop and be like, okay, I, I think I can rest taking that. And then when you're ready to taking that time to rest and then when you're ready to keep going, really looking at your past performance to motivate you. Like, how can you be better? Um, anyway, that like sort of that. went into motivation a little. <laughs> <laughs> no, although I, I do like saying, um, and this can tail back to consistency of, you know, looking back at your practices in the past, mm-hmm. being like, oh, maybe I have improved. I have become more consistent with whatever business activity, personal activity that I may be doing. And so... Um, I, that actually in therapy, we've talked about this, about looking back at what you've improved so much and mm-hmm. then how you've used certain skills and resources that you've learned. So, um, through, through this and, and I didn't even realize like, oh, wow. So I have improved. So I have been being more consistent than I have been before. And my consistency is mu- so much more different than it was in my twenties when, yeah. you know. I felt like I had to achieve certain things at a certain time period. Yeah. Um, and and now I'm like, no, it's it's more about feeling good and positive and then wanting to do that more because I am feeling good and positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Mm, I love that. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, I know. Like yeah. I just feel really Thank good you. to have been reconnected and I hope we can continue these conversations and talk about life and like business and you know how we can or I know that you've been wanting to start your own business and <laughs> go into your own practice so whenever you're ready to do that <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> You know, you you are a very good resource actually to look at. And I, you know, I have looked into um, certain things that you've written. I listened to your podcast, which is amazing. Um, if anyone is out there and is not listening to her podcast, your podcast, such a good podcast. Because there are other podcasts that I've seen for like startup companies, because um, I like to just be in the know and know the certain language when you're speaking with clients. Yes. Um, and I don't. I don't actually see a podcast specifically addressing like women-owned businesses. And because you come from like a Latina community, like I don't see that. And and I love kind of the things that you've talked about. I loved the the podcast just about you <laughs> and where you came from. And when you were talking about the job that we, we had worked at, I was like, oh my gosh, I felt the same way. That yeah. This was my first job getting into the corporate world. I felt so official. Yeah. Um, just going through where you were and I was like oh I love this it's amazing yeah. I just want to hear more voices of people from certain communities that I just don't hear still in my field yeah <laughs> and it's, it's it's an amazing podcast okay yeah well before we close I would like <laughs> to get I know so since we worked together in this firm a long 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 time ago <laughs> what is a story from that place that you can oh gosh <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it a wild place when you go think about it <laughs> yes like is there a story that we can share or that you feel comfortable sharing like we don't i to be honest i can always edit this out <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to remember if there are any like stories to share i just remember because that was that was just one of those first jobs that you get out of, of college but mm-hmm. we got out of college like when the recession was still happening yeah. so we were we were overeducated individuals working at underpaid <laughs> oh my god um and you know it was it was amazing you know, I, I it's so uh, funny that you say underpaid because I remember <laughs> like getting my first paycheck from there and I felt so rich <laughs> <laughs> you you right you you were like oh my gosh that that was a thing but Miss also like nowadays about <laughs> inflation and everything yeah yeah um yeah I I from for me what I what I did enjoy about it was that I met a lot of really great people mm-hmm. who um came from very different backgrounds and you know we connected and we would have, especially our small group, um, uh, it, it was just really nice because there was a lot of women who were just, just they came from amazing backgrounds and they had a passion for certain work that we were doing at that time. And um, I just remember also having like potlucks and, you know, being at, at work, you know, the entire, like you'd have to be in, in the office, right? Every single day at that time. And now, I cannot go back to the office more than three times a week. <laughs> and even then that's a stretch. It's kind of like, oh, I don't want to interact with too many people. But at the time it was just, that was just kind of really nice experience. The, the, the fun stories were the clients that called in. Those were the, the like very interesting clients. We have clients from like all over the U.S. Right. And, you know, they're getting social security benefits. Yeah. Very interesting set of clients. Some of them would certainly cuss you out. And you had to learn. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh I mean, I, I remember I had to learn not just like out. Stay. Yes. Yes. Bad. Yeah. And now, now I'm like, you know what? <laughs> so Thank God I don't have to do that now. I mean, yeah. I, I think that was my yeah. very first experience where I, it was the first time where I interacted and engaged with clients for the first time. And this was mm-hmm. prior to my social work. Same. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I used, I was so scared talking to people on the phone at that time. Like, oh my God, what do I say? Like, how do I do it? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Was, yeah. And definitely not, 
knowing how to handle people who were who are just rude. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I mean, and and could be very abusive too. And so, um, thankfully now I've grown and I can handle or at least put a barrier in that because even clients now I still have clients who can be a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, trying to be understand that barrier is helpful. Yeah. yeah. I, I there's that that job really prepared me for a lot of stuff. And um <laughs> and it just pro it gave experiences and just life. Like it Yeah. There's a lot <laughs> that job was really it was a great job in that it was a good supportive environment to mm -hmm. to a degree where like it's, it was very supportive the team was supportive and also it was a lot of people who had just graduated college so a lot of immature type of immature people <laughs> yeah. there and leading teams and so so there was a lot of shenanigans there i want i call them shenanigans, shenanigans but when you're yeah. you know 20 how old are you? i was i think i was 21 22 when I yeah. started there you yeah. know you don't see that you're like oh this is a firm you know fun and yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. a corporate job um but it was definitely an experience where and one where I learned a lot um for sure and I where I'm also really happy that I got connected to a lot of people and see like you never know like we're still connected with each other and so you just never know yeah. where your jobs will take you and who they connect you with mm -hmm. and the type of friendships and relationships that you build wherever you go really yeah and one last thing I did want to say was just about how how to support people in your life whether it's it's like your friends or family members or people that you may have met at work because sometimes Especially, I think, young people that get out of undergrad and they start working, you know, where do they find their community and what that supportive community means? Because sometimes you may have community that's not as supportive. And I feel like yeah, certain jobs that I've been with, the people that I've connected with, they were my go-to. Yeah. Like, you can talk, yeah. you know, shit about yeah. <laughs> people at work and be like, no, this is confidential. Yeah. It's not going to leave our, our like little connection yeah. for yeah. employees at that work. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I need to start doing something. Like I don't want to just be stuck here yeah. um, at that time. And, and so I think that helps because then you're, you're finding people in a workplace that is being supportive and it's not just because you're forced into having a connection because you're, co-workers together right yeah. it's people that you can see outside of work mm. and see that growth happen like oh my gosh it's been 10 something years and we've seen each other grow and yeah. you've moved out of state you were in new york for many years and then came back and so for me that that is what i've been trying to seek out is more supportive community because they are the individuals that are going to be there for you yeah through all your ups and downs right yeah all the life events and I think that's what helps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I I think that's the one thing that I would I would say around when you're going to a job and you meet new people and meet new friends, it's like you really never know who can become that friend or friendship that's going to last and like support you and learn from and see each other grow. Like you were that person for me, right? I've seen other people since then, not not as much, but you know, you've seen their growth as well, but I haven't been connected um in the way that we are connected. And but it's still very valuable to me, you know. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just like happy that we were able to reconnect and go hiking and you can get up early with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, cause like nobody else would do that with me, but 
other than I that. I am any time. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, and so I'm grateful. And then you avoid, you avoid crowds. I just don't understand. In LA, you need to go early. You avoid crowds. In the summer, it's much better earlier in the morning if it's too hot. Exactly. You know, later in the day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't yeah. like heat and I don't like crowds. The, and so yeah. don't ever take me. I will, you know, I will never go to Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I remember people at our, uh, at the job would, would go to Coachella. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy we talked about this. Yeah. I think we had some really good perspectives. And thank you, Jordana, for having this chat thank with me. <laughs> Gosh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I think that that's what I really want to create is just be able to have chats with my friends and like what do they think about this and how do they do it um and make this fun for me and so that is the way that i'm incorporating consistency into this podcast is before it was like okay i got to set up an interview i gotta record and i got to edit and i have to put all this stuff out and i have to do it every monday and that that's like you know, I have to do that. And now I'm like, okay, yeah, I still want to do that, but I want to make it fun. And I actually get to connect with the people that I want to connect with, right? And use it as a tool <laughs> to connect yeah. with the people I want to connect with and hear their perspective and still hopefully provide some good information or perspective or knowledge for people listening. So yeah, I'm just happy you did it with me. Were you nervous? <laughs> oh, this is, this is a bunch of fun. You know, we're talking about um, just a topic that affects everyone. And so mm-hmm. it's easy to talk about. I didn't even prepare for anything. Right, I remember I messaged you and I was like, I didn't, I didn't prepare for anything. Let's just talk. Um, sometimes you have good good discussion, you know, just, yeah. just from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I wanted it to be. It's like, I'm not really thinking about, oh, you know, it's like, not I'm not trying to be super rigid with the episodes that I have with my friends. It's like mm-hmm. wherever we go and how we talk about it, what their perspective is. And that's what it is, folks. That's what it is. So <laughs> I guess we'll see. This is, you know, like just me being trying to in- create consistency around a goal, which is I do want to post this twice a week. But we'll see. We're trying things out. But it doesn't... At the end of the day, what I'm glad that I was able to have the opportunity to do is to connect. So I'm so, I'm always happy to see you and connect with you. Let's go hiking soon. <laughs> yes, I'm always down. In the morning. <laughs> yeah, in the morning. <laughs> and then, you know, whenever you want to hang out. Other than hiking out too. I'm always here. All right. Thanks, Sardana. Thank you. Thank you, Beatrice.